You're listening to the MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update Podcast. Hello again. So according to Statistics South Africa, annual consumer price inflation declined in December to 7.2% from 7.4% in November. Inflation, though, for 2022 was 6.9% higher than the 4.5% recorded in the previous year the highest annual average uh, rate since 2009. So what does this all mean? Well, Koketso Mano is FNB senior economist. She joins us uh, for more on these numbers and the overall impact on you and I. Good evening, Koketso. Thank you so much for joining us. Evening, Didi. Thank you for having me. So maybe let's start with why this data is important, especially when we think of you and I in mind. Yes, I mean, consumer inflation uh, is measured by statistics. Uh, is basically measuring the average inflation in urban areas, right? So inflation in that being the rate at which prices that we pay are increasing. So the importance here for, for, for the consumer is how much extra am I expected to pay whether I go to the um, to the till um, buying food or whether I'm paying my rent mm-hmm. um, or buying clothing. So this is why this data is important for you and I. Sure. And prices for food and non-alcoholic beverage products increased on average by 12.4% of the past 12 months. Well, the past 12 months, so that, that average was 9.2%. So in December, we saw that number at 12.4%, quite elevated. Uh, so which means that prices relative to um, December of 2021 have increased by a whopping 12.4%. So people are generally paying more for food than going to the toll. And that's just it, with bread and cereal products uh, having had the most significant impact on overall food inflation. Exactly. So so this would include, you know, your bread, as you mentioned, anything with flour in it, your 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 um, pasta. So so you're paying more for, for those um, basic and sometimes quite, uh, you know, your, your necessities, your basic necessities for most households. Uh, unfortunately, we also had add here meat and vegetables also, mm. also added pressure to the monthly uh, numbers that we saw. And I think maybe the important thing to take it a step forward is that we expect food inflation to continue easing. So we saw a slight improvement in December. We expect that to continue um, uh, in, into 2023. And maybe by the middle of this year, we start to really see the numbers showing uh, lower, you know, uh, in the lower four or five percent. Now, the issue here is that, you know, we have risks that have started to unfold. Uh, load shedding is affecting, yep. you know, your, your farmers that are relying on irrigation. So that might keep food inflation elevated or, or sticky. Uh, so that's one of the concerns that we have, despite the fact that agri conditions remain favorable. This is something that, that we need to keep in mind. The other thing to keep in mind is that China has started reopening. So, you know, that if their demand comes to the market, you know, um, that could keep commodity prices elevated and also start to feed off to, to or creating upside risk to inflation as the year progresses. So public transport prices also increased by 16.7% over the year. Uh, Long distance bus fares were up by 30.2%. And you take a look at this, we hear a lot about the Russia-Ukraine war. What could possibly have driven this? Yes, I mean, with with public transport, um, you know, very dependent or very reliant on, on fuel input costs. So if you see elevated, um, you know, uh, oil prices or elevated fuel inflation, you will start to see that uh, being passed on to, to, to public transport as your taxi sales go up and your bus sales go up. Now, the issue here is that on a year-on-year basis, we're going to see these prices falling off. 
you know, um, we're, we're going to probably see um, when you're comparing it to the same period as last year, less pressure coming through on public transportation because there should be less pressure coming through from fuel inflation. But as you rightfully said, the war is not necessarily over and yeah. also China's demand is coming online. So that could keep, you know, um, energy-related costs elevated as the year progresses and, and that would be something that prevents upside risk inflation. Mm. We haven't even spoken about the so-called nutritional items in the food basket, right? And so maybe mm-hmm. uh, tips for the consumer. Yeah, I mean, this is going to be uh, probably one of the still tough years still for the consumer. Uh, unfortunately, we've been saying that um, since, since uh, <laughs> or, or for quite some time yeah. now. But the one thing to mention, just to start off uh, as a conjunction, we did see the consumer being quite resilient in 2021. We think that those savings that were built up during 2020 were supportive of that. But now that in, uh, inflation is elevated, you know, um, not all consumers, the average consumers uh, did not receive inflation beating wage growth uh, or wage increases. So, so on a net-net basis, you know, your, your salary is not growing as fast as inflation has been growing. Um, the third thing is that interest rates have gone up. So consumers are likely going to be have to be very cautious about what they spend on, probably spending more on necessities uh, rather than your, your discretionary income or discretionary goods. So so we're likely to see that uh, take place in 2023. And I mean, the, 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 the global slowdown does not help. Some people call it a recession. We're still cautious. We call it a slowdown. And uh, it's not helping. It's likely a risk or at least uh, signing the, the recovery that we started to see in employment. So that's also going to weigh on the consumer. It is a fortunate point though that over the, as the year as the year progresses and in the second half of 2023 we're likely going to see inflation become less of a problem for consumers. Koketso Mano is a FNB senior economist. Thank you very much. You've been listening to another MoneyWeb SAFM market update podcast uploaded weekdays at 7 p.m. For more MoneyWeb podcasts go to moneyweb.co.za or the app And follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates.